This is Messages from the Universe with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Here, Lori delivers information from the Mastery Realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone, to Messages from the Universe podcast. Hello, this is Lori Wondra, and thank you for listening. I'm super excited to deliver this podcast because we're going to talk about 2024, and I've actually broken this into two episodes. Today, I'm going to talk about the entire year in general, just some of the major transits that the planets are going to be going through, the eclipses, just a high-level overview for the entire year. And then next week, I will go through each and every sign and how the planets and the energy of, of 2024 are going to impact you. So let's dive in. 2024, I feel, is really a year of transcendent leadership. And so much of the energy is about I am. It's a year that's pushing us to get ready for our internal power to show up in different ways. The themes of 2024 are around authority and leadership that tend to dominate the cosmic forecast. Erase all prior notions of what it means to be in charge. This is a year of testing what we've shifted in our emotions and healing those emotions, understanding them, and using healthy emotions to navigate. This has been a few years of adjustments of our our emotional compass and our mental processes that drive our life. We've been also working on shifting our beliefs and those mental processes to take different action based on our emotional health. If you've not done this yet, there's work to be done yet, and the universe will pressure you to adjust your thinking and your beliefs. It's a year to individuate trust in self, and step into your own frequency. We're going to be doing a lot more in frequencies and tones and sounds. And again, it's about the individual. The importance of understanding and knowing your own vibrational frequency will have many desires to push you into isolation more or to have more quiet time. So you can really hone in on what's me, what's my vibration, and what is others, what's impacting me. I think we'll continue to see changes in entertainment or events that historically would draw more public groups. So if you find yourself desiring more home, quiet, not being thrust in the energy of others, this is the individual energy that I speak about. This is a huge step in our oneness, understanding self before we are with others. Knowing your vibration will help you determine your circle, your soul family, and where the universe needs you right now. This is also going to bring about some conflict or some tension between vibrations that are not aligned. And we're going to see that also in 2024. The 2024 astrology forecast has familiar major transits. Most of the 2024 planetary alignments are continuation of transits that began in 2023. We have the Aries-Libra nodal axis, which changed in July of 2023. The lunar nodal axis shifted into Aries-Libra, where they will remain until early 2025. Aries symbolizes the individual and the warrior, the I am energy, while Libra represents harmonious 
relating and diplomacy. As the North Node is in Aries, what we're moving towards, and the South Node is in Libra, what we're moving away from, we are likely to see the struggle between me versus we. That's going to continue to play out individually in our interpersonal relationships and on a global scale as the theme casts throughout 2024. Keep in mind, Aries is ruled by Mars, the warrior or the war or the strength and voice and movement. And Libra is ruled by Venus, which is relationships and harmony, balance and love. To help you see how maybe this energy might impact you, it's to look back at your timeline, if you can. The last time the North Node was in Aries was from December 2004 to June of 2006. And so those themes might repeat for you. What happens when the North Node is in Aries is Innovations develop faster when speed-driven fire sign Aries takes the wheel of the North Node and pushes forward. Everyone's a star. The same cycle saw Twitter launch in 2006. Committed couples may need more autonomy and more space. Revolts and uprisings, well, Libra-fueled issues of justice can spark more fighting and wars with combative Aries and the North Node hot seat. So what can you do? Well, redesign your relationships to support your personal growth. This would be the year to stop letting other people's dreams crowd your own dreams and your own goals. This is about putting you first. And many of you would say, well, that sounds very selfish. There are times where we do need to put others before us, especially if you have children, jobs that you might have, but really focus on where do you need to put yourself first now in order for you to accomplish your goals and your dreams. Note that real evolution comes from owning the role you play in very many lopsided dynamics. Understand what your role is with your kids, your family, your job. What's your role with yourself? Let go of unproductive relationships, habits, people-pleasing behaviors that you might have, trauma, or an energy built on gossip or trauma. Let them go because those are the things that are going to be stifled or brought to the surface in order to heal and let them go. Assert yourself, use the Libra's vibration, the Libra's energy that comes with Venus, use it to love, use it with grace and dignity to guide your life. Learn the art of negotiating instead of defaulting to compromise. It is going to be a year to say no, but one of the things that I've learned in saying no is that you can say no and and amend it so that there's a calmer or more grace or more calm in shifting what you're saying the no to. All right, let's move forward. Let's look at Saturn. Saturn keeps on moving through Pisces. This is about surrender to the predictability of unpredictable. This current Saturn in Pisces began March 7th of 2023, and it stays there until February 13th of 2026. We have a couple more years of this. Saturn in Pisces turns the world inside out for the next three years, but don't panic. What happens when the planet of reality slips into the zodiac sign of fantasy? It's what's inside that counts. So every 29 and a half years, the ringed taskmaster, that's Saturn, takes a three-year voyage through the deep dark waters of Pisces. What seems so clear could suddenly become mind-boggling murky 
even muddy. This will take time to excavate. Surrender to this process. Give it time. Then grab your scuba gear and plunge in. The three-year Saturn in Pisces transit can help you find treasure, even in your own psyche. After decades of being so externally focused on, let's say, our Instagram followers, social media, our success, the games that we play, those types of things, Saturn in Pisces creates a new metric for success. And this is emotional intelligence. Over the next three years, we will be reminded that it's what's inside that counts. We've been working on doing all this healing, resetting our compass, and now we're going to get to exercise and practice it. So what will happen during Saturn in Pisces? I wish I could tell you that Saturn in Pisces would be smooth sailing across calm seas, but it probably isn't going to be like that. Stern, suppressive Saturn likes everything to be orderly, systematic, and focused on a future goal. Saturn is associated with hard work, with restrictions, limits, and of course, discipline. As the ruler of chronological time, Saturn, also known as Kronos, makes every millisecond count. And then we have shape-shifting Pisces, on the other hand, operates in a best flow state. Can you see the potential conflict here? Well, to navigate this energy of Saturn in Pisces, learn to be a time traveler and not be locked by time. Remember, you have infinite time and time is simply a mind game. We function as humans based on events and time can create stress, restriction, know when you might need to stick to a schedule and when to just let it go. Loosen up, make space for new ideas to flow in. Loosening up and letting go of old concepts, ideas, and mental processes and beliefs allow new processes, new beliefs to become part of you. Many of those old beliefs and processes could become very limiting for you during this time. Let's jump in to talk about Pluto. Now, Pluto is set to make its 20-year cycle in Aquarius, and it's been jumping back and forth. It's been retrograde back to Capricorn, and then forward again in Aquarius, and then backward into Capricorn, and it's finally moving into its settled spot in Aquarius on January 20th. And it's a slow-moving planet. It's an outer planet, and a lot of astrologers don't talk about it because they believe those slow-moving outer planets, they affect the environment, our how we live, our worldview, those types of things, but they take a long time to make those changes. And because Pluto has a 20-year cycle, we're in this change for 20 years. But the force of Pluto is about death and rebirth. Aquarius, the energy that Aquarius brings in is new technology, data, humanitarianism, and a focus on the collective, all of those will be at the forefront of our global consciousness until 2024. So we will see some slow movement in some of those areas. And then in other areas, there will be wildfire-like action that encourage us to navigate to begin the change now. So what might happen when Pluto embarks on this 21-year journey through Aquarius, the sign that rules democracy, community, populism, science, innovation, and of course, technology? We wouldn't exactly call these energies as easy match, not by a long shot, but this is going to be a really interesting time. It's important to remember that Pluto is not simply destructive, but its purpose is to be regenerative. As the planet is overseeing alchemy 
reproduction, and hidden resources, Pluto's brutal teardowns can absolutely revealed some very deep buried treasures. Now, Pluto only spent two months in Aquarius in 2023, but it gave us a sneak preview of its longer 20-year journey through Aquarius. That small taste of energy that we got of Pluto in Aquarius was between March 23rd and June 11th of 2023. So you can look back in your own timeline and see maybe what was happening for you or what was happening with the world at that time. But let's look deeper about what it might mean when Pluto is in Aquarius for a long period of time. Well, one thing is for certain. When Pluto changes zodiac signs, its impact is as destructive as it is transformational. And we want to remember that our old ways must die or go away or be diminished or change in order for us to start something new, to pave the road for the future. Now, Pluto's past two cycles provided clear evidence of this. Let's look at during its transit in 1995 to 2008. That was when it moved through Taurus, and that was the sign that rules publishing and global communications. Print magazines shuttered, and the telecommunications industry was devastated. And then we got high-speed internet, smartphones, print-on-demand, blogging, and video conferencing. So with that destruction came new technology. Capricorn ruled financial institutions were the first to be felled by Pluto in 2008, but the blockchain emerged, putting power back in the people's hands, which decentralized currency. You ask, well, what is Pluto going to do next? In space age, Aquarius, the next chapter could be torn right out of a sci-fi novel. Think of artificial intelligence, quantum computers, astral discoveries, and more public sharing of those discoveries. Corporate concepts and business practices change. Wind, power, and other alternative power sources come to the forefront. Freedom fighting is sure to be a theme. The American Revolution was still going on when Pluto moved into Aquarius back in the 18th century. The French Revolution broke out during this cycle from 1789 to 1799, as did the Irish Rebellion against British rule. The United States Constitution was ratified early into that Pluto in Aquarius transit. Now fast forward to 2023 and Pluto's first journey back into Aquarius, that more perfect union is so divided that the term constitutional crisis has become a favorite on nightly newscasters of the news on both sides of the aisle. The political strife is sure to continue for the United States and around the globe, but perhaps with a chance of death and rebirth, there could be a new direction that we see coming out of this. Might we all get along? For all that utopian ideals, there's not something our founding fathers put to the test. The first constitution wasn't exactly a diversity and an inclusive initiative. Pluto's energy won't let us stand on simple ceremony. Far from it. Perhaps we'll end this cycle with a revised edition, one that includes women and considers every person 100% human rather than three-fifths as all those who were not free were reduced to in the original constitution. Let's talk a little bit about technology. Chip manufacturing and chip shortages could halt technology and intensify tensions with China. Semiconductor chips have been in greater demand than supply in recent years. Bottlenecking production of 
everything from PCs to electrical vehicles. Because of the pristine requirements for manufacturing, 90% of the world's most advanced chips are produced in Taiwan. In the summer of 2022, the U.S. Congress passed the CHIPS Act to provide $280 billion of funding for domestic manufacturing and research of semiconductors. That's an important start, but this won't be going in an overnight process. And with Pluto edging into technology-driven Aquarius, it gets more intense. The general secretary of the Chinese Communist Party is intent on reunification of China and independently governed Taiwan. He's openly declared that he will use force if necessary. So you can guarantee that there's going to be some news stories or some eyes on that part of the world. Pluto will continue to urge us and push us to do old things new ways or create totally new ways of doing things. We are on the verge of quantum computing. You may have heard me talk about quantum physics and quantum energy, but quantum computing is where computers can multi-process infinitively, meaning it's not just two channels or five channels or eight channels. It's everything all at once. And technology like that hasn't been available. So let's see how that would work in, let's say, the medical field. Today, if someone is diagnosed with cancer, there are limited treatments. And based on their DNA, they might be selected for certain treatments within a catalog of treatments. With quantum computing and technology, what this could mean for the medical science is that every single individual, based on their DNA, the type of cancer, and the projection of or the prediction of that cancer, they could have a treatment that is only unique to that single person. And that could mean total change in how we administer medicine or how we find cures. It allows us to look at data, which is also an Aquarian analytical gift that the universe is giving us is looking at data in a different way than maybe what we've looked at in the past. So we're on the verge of using technology for humanity in all different ways. In some areas, reproductive care has gone underground, but it may not stay there. Pluto, the planet associated with reproduction, also rules the underground. Given the state of reproductive justice in the United States, its transit through tech-savvy Aquarius is timely. The patriotic and religious right versus women's bodies. This is sure to be one of the primary fights in the years ahead and a cause for upheaval and revolution as Pluto weaves between Capricorn and Aquarius in 2023 and into 2024. And we can't talk about Pluto in Aquarius without talking about renewable energy developments because those are going to accelerate. Renewable energy is basically another way of saying Pluto in Aquarius. As this regenerative planet pulses through the sign represented by two waves of energy, we eagerly await developments in this realm. Aquarius is an air sign, which bodes well for wind and solar, which captures the sun's rays from the ether. Batteries for electric vehicles were getting huge cash infusions in 2023, but that's not all. Battery manufacturing hubs are being built or refurbished from older plants across the United States, bringing production close to home for U.S. automakers. 
That's a good news story for the supply chain. But also, this is good news for our oceans, which won't be so heavily utilized and taxed by our freight carriers carrying essential cargo overseas. Perhaps this really will be a green initiative. And speaking of green, we will continue to evolve green jobs. Our children and our children's children will begin to see new careers and jobs emerge in this space that we call green collar versus white or blue collar. And then talking about new ways or additional ways to do business, the shared economy could go circular. This concept of a circular economy pairs well with Pluto's regenerative qualities. In this model, consumers would no longer buy products like refrigerators, air conditioners, washers, or dryers. Instead, they would take out a service agreement with a company that When the appliance becomes outdated or breaks down, that company would provide a replacement model. But rather than dumping that old product, that old refrigerator, that old dryer into a landfill, the company would recycle and repurpose the parts for the next generation of appliances. Now that's a huge win for environment. This is already happening with cell phone companies. Many are buying back old model phones at times when contract is up for renewal, offering customers a discount for their upgrades. Thought leaders are also exploring new avenues for cradle-to-cradle design, which is a fancy way of saying, we make this product that can be 100% recycled or returned to the earth at the end of their life. I love this. So much of 2024 is about leadership and quality leadership that I think we're going to see this in businesses where individuals, corporations, companies will be more inclined to work with nature versus against it. So versus stripping it and not giving anything back, we will continue on the path of how do we work with our environment? How do we do clean manufacturing and produce clean products? I love it. Now let's look about travel. If you need to get away for a weekend, where do you go? Well, space travel just might be the new weekend getaway. If you need to get away from it all, consider outer space. Yeah, that might sound quite out there, but Virgin Galactic is gearing up to offer commercial space flights. Astronaut fashion is certain to be trending in years to come. Flight suits in fashionable colors. You can't handle the G-force? Cost might be a prohibitive factor for you or finding a sitter for the kids or house or pets? Well, another option is to set up your telescope and be a space appreciator. That's more in line with what I do. While Pluto toured Aquarius in the late 1700s, Caroline Herschel and her brother William, both musicians turned astronomers and telescope makers, they made history. Two years after Pluto entered Aquarius in 1781, Caroline facilitated her brother's accidental discovery of the planet Uranus, which became the astrological ruler of Aquarius, along with Saturn. So telescopic technology is now being used for high resolution. An example is a hyperspectral satellite that unfolds when it reaches their desired coordinates in space and then beams those images, high quality images, back to Earth. Although purportedly developed for ag tech and military defense, this could be secret agents Pluto's Aquarian Age's way of spying on all of us. Or, I like to think of it, really making it interesting for us to look and search up into the sky. 
I'm already seeing more of an interest in astrology and astronomy, and this age of Aquarius is just going to expand on that. Another concept that has been tossed around in the astrology world is micro-societies. We've heard of tiny houses, but the movement might be for humans to form micro-societies. And what that means is humans form their own communities that include survival instincts. They actually fight the urge to dominate each other and be the kid with the most toys. They look for ways to how do they build communities where everybody has a purpose and potential. You may have someone that's a gardener, someone that does medicine, someone that cooks or cleans, or someone that builds. It's based on what they like to do, but also what they're proficient at. And these collective communities could hinge upon the high vibe idealism of Aquarius. Members might uphold their integrity, keeping their promises, and self-monitoring behavior just so they can live in these societies. And keep in mind, we have 20 years to fully begin to comprehend the impact of this Pluto energy. It's just beginning. In numerology, after an introspective seven universal year, which was 2023, And in the sensitive spiritual care of the water rabbit, we now move into 2024, which is more ambition and action oriented. It's an eight universal year. It means that it's powered by the dynamic growth. It's obsessed the year of the wood dragon. So last year's internal focus becomes this year's external thrust towards progress. So all those dreams now turn into action. I think we're going to hear more about action-oriented versus just dreaming. The eight universal year is a time to make intentional moves with a focus on the material aspects of life. We can take direct and powerful leaps forward to manifest our dreams, not just dream, but actually manifest them, getting them done, and getting paid to do it. Eight is the ultimate power number. It represents abundance on the highest level. Get ready for a year of power plays with a spotlight on money, control, authority, and individualism. Now, 2024 being an eight universal year, that brings us closer to completing a nine-year cycle, which will be what 2025 is about. In 2024, we move into action as we enter that three-year push, a time of global transition and transformation. The cycle moves us from the eight universal year to the grand finale of a complete nine-year cycle in 2025, which is a nine-universal year. We begin anew with a global reset in 2026, which is a universal one-year. Fierce determination will be required as we enter this three-year global shift. Old systems may crumble while new ones emerge. An eight-universal year can feel very hectic and daunting at times. This would be the time to remind yourself that changes are necessary in order to pave the way for progress and for the future. And the one thing that we do know for certain is that change is always for certain. This will require us to get clear and serious. An eight-universal year brings tons of opportunities to expand and reach new heights. You can also expect to be driven way out of your comfort zone, forced to step up or possibly get stepped on. It's about moving with the flow, but finding what your flow is. Universe is asking you to put your money where your mouth is or take action where your words have been. Take your goals seriously in the eight universal year. Add value. Who are you? What do you do? What are you contributing for humanity, for the greater good? 
In 2024, you might feel particularly compelled to align more directly with your authentic calling in life. And that's going to take some change. 2024, celebrate divine feminine power. The eight in numerology is also associated with divine feminine power. 2024 is an intensely powerful year demanding that we all step up into the world with our eyes and our hearts wide open. This is the emotional field connected with the mental field and figuring out how those things are working together. And prepare for a global economic shift. An eight universal year existing system structures and concepts soar to different and new levels of success, or they might totally disintegrate while others or new ones take over. Take control and be your own authority. Reap what you've sown. Make sure you know what seeds you are casting, what seeds you're planting, what you are nurturing. The more you can step into your own authority in a way that exerts power versus force, the more abundance you'll be open to receiving. Individuals individuate, and individualism is going to be the terms we hear in 2024. How are you as an individual contributing for the greater good and for your greater good? 2024, brace yourself for some potential power struggles. It will be difficult for authoritarians to operate under a cloak of invisibility. During the eight universal year, breaches of trust from leadership surface. That's why strong, honest leadership is going to be super important. 2024 is going to show us where we need more balance. So for example, in wealth, it's an eight year, which is the symbol for infinity, symbolizes constant and consistent flow. It's the energy of money that needs to flow and attract more. So we can interpret that as sharing our wealth, stimulating the economy by spending with businesses and people whose values you support, but also to expect fair receiving of payment for the services that you might provide. And speaking of wealth, Jupiter's transit in 2024 can have a significant impact on an individual's life as it represents growth and abundance. It's believed to bring good luck, fortune, and opportunities for growth and success. But moreover, Jupiter transit 23 to 2024 predictions reveal that individuals may experience an increase in positiveness, generosity, and a desire to extend their horizons. It can also bring about new opportunities for learning and personal growth, as well as financial gains and success in business ventures, as long as it's honest, truthful, and it's grounded in love. I know I've already talked about Saturn, but I just want to mention that Saturn is going to have an important role in 2024. I think it's really going to significantly impact individuals' life because it represents discipline, hard work, and responsibility. It's believed to bring challenges and obstacles, but in those challenges and obstacles, of course, because humans get uncomfortable, we look for opportunities and change, and that pushes us to change, which pushes us into the space of growth and development. Now, some individuals may experience a need for structure, stability, and security, and we might not have that in certain areas. But this energy can also bring about a sense of maturity, a focus on what's important long-term goals and what's necessary to change now so that we can get to those long-term goals. And that's going to mean a little bit more responsibility that we all take on. And that's where the individual 
energy, being able to individuate, being able to be sure of your own energy is super important in 2024. I want to mention just a little bit about the eclipses that we'll experience in 2024. We have the lunar eclipse in Libra on March 25th. That's going to tug on that south node of the moon that reminds us about balance. It's a time for us to release any emotional baggage that we still might have been carrying from 2023. And then we have a total solar eclipse in Aries on April 8th of 2024. And that marks the beginning, like the true beginning of opportunity and that individualism that I've been mentioning. On September 18th, we have a partial lunar eclipse in Pisces that will soften the energies for us just a little bit. And then we're followed by the last solar eclipse in Libra on October 2nd. That's going to remind us again about where we're out of balance and urge us to find balance in our lives. Overall, 2024 is going to be a high-driven year. The force of Aries energy is upon us. There's things that we need to be aware about ourselves, and this is going to be the year the universe is helping us bring those awarenesses to the surface. The last retrogrades I wanted to touch on today was Mercury, because oftentimes, we get fearful of Mercury being in retrograde. We start seeing fear messages of not to travel, don't make any important decisions. And if things were on the verge of breaking, they had a better chance of actually breaking or breaking down during a retrograde cycle. Mercury is about communication. And in 2024, we have three. First one is April 1st to April 25th, and that is in Aries. So our communication might be a little bit more fiery. So during that time, we just have to make sure we soften our words and that we speak from the heart and we make sure our heart is in a good place prior to speaking. The second one is August 4th to August 28th, and that is in Virgo, but it also then moves moves into Leo. So Virgo is that analytical. So we might be thinking a lot more about communicating versus communicating. And then Leo comes along and we start speaking through words of passion. The last Mercury retrograde that we experienced in 2024 is November 25th to December 15th. And that's in Sagittarius. And that's going to remind us of where we are in our life, what we're aiming for, because that's what Sagittarius is about. And it's going to help us go into that year of 2025, which is a completion year. 2025 is a nine year. And so we'll be looking forward to that more as we close out 2024. But now as we close out 2023, and we look forward into 2024, there's good stuff ahead for everyone. Change is good. It brings in new ways of doing things, new way of living. And I know not everybody does well with change, but the universe is always there to support you, always helping you navigate what's good for you. Please remember that. I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Next week on Monday, I will be releasing the astrology for each individual sign. So hopefully you will come back then. Talk to you soon. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.